hey, are you in need of a logo? Uh, maybe you got a, a business or, or maybe you, you're starting a band or a, a, a new cult, whatever it is. If you need some creative branding and maybe a logo, uh, check out my man, uh, Stan Wiss Inc., uh, Wissink Creative uh, should be your go-to place. Uh, he designs, uh, you know, cornhole uh, boards and, and bags. Uh, he can uh, customize that whatever you whatever you need. Uh, he can make it happen. Check him out on, on Instagram. It's called Wissink Creative, uh, or you can email him directly at Stan Wissink. That's W I S S I N K at Gmail dot com uh, for a quote today. Hey, we're also brought to you by uh, Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Uh, do you like marijuana edibles? Um, do you like uh, CBD? Uh, do you not like overspending at a dispensary with their crazy markups? Well, look no further than Baba G DIY Edible Kits. These are candy molds, candy mixers that you can utilize with your own uh, oil or, or butter, whatever you got to make your own candy at home. All sorts of flavors. Uh, they're delicious. Check them out at OregonBaba.com. Again, it's OregonBaba.com. On to the pod. That's my, I don't hear the intro music, you know, right now when I'm recording. That's inserted later. But I, I just assume it's like something like, boop, 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 boop. How are you guys doing? Uh, happy Friday. Uh, getting ready for the weekend. Are you? Um, it's a weird way to phrase the question. Are you getting ready for the weekend? I am drinking, uh, not alcohol. I'm, I am double fisting, though. I got my, my iced coffee. Mmm, black, no sugar, no milk, no cream. Get that stevia out of here. And I'm also drinking a uh, a smoothie, a green smoothie with all those healthy things like kale and spinach and apple cider vinegar and, well, I don't know, tears, whatever it is. It's healthy. I figure I got to up my vitamin game up. Have been eating or drinking very healthily lately, so um, I haven't had to shit yet. Usually, if you if you drink a, a a green smoothie, don't you get diarrhea? Isn't that what they tell you? Huh? Like your body's like, what's this? We got vitamins for days. Get rid of that other shit. Get out of here. All right? Not yet, though. I'll let you know, though. I'll keep you abreast of my bowel movements, right? That's what you're, you want to you wanna know. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, the straw. I don't like these straws, though, man. I don't like these these paper straws. You know, they're, they're okay starting out, but you, you hit your mouth to them. What the fuck is this? It's not as smooth as the plastic straws. I don't know if plastic straws are legal here in uh, New York or Jersey or... But uh, the, a lot of paper straws. And then they get soggy. You know, you, you keep them in your drink long enough. And then they get holes in them. Because the paper disintegrates. And it's like, why do we have to go to paper straws? Why do we have to murder more trees? 
Why? Explain it to me. And somebody did. They said, well, we got to protect the turtles. I said, I said seriously, no, why, why do we have to? She said, I'm serious. We got to protect the turtles. The fucking turtles. Sea turtles. The fucking... Why? Why are we going to kill more trees to save the turtles? Especially because turtles, man, they live to be like 200. It's like, so, they live to be 200, and the plastic straws that they're dumb enough to eat or do whatever lowers their life expectancy from 190 to like 172. They already live like twice as, they still live twice as long as we do. The turtles are doing fine, okay? They live great lives. They live two centuries. They just float around doing nothing but eating free seafood. They travel around with their house, you know, like easily. They don't like pull it and pay gas. They just like, they just have a fucking house that protects them from predators. It's, they got it made, man. They don't need more coddling, okay? Bring back the plastic straws. Why? I'm a fucking tree-hugging hippie, literally. Okay, I like plants. Sorry. I like plants. Animals are assholes, including the sea turtles. You know? You think they're like Finding Nemo? You think they're all cool, like, Hey, man, I'm just doing my thing. I'm a surfer dude from California, bro. You think that's not what they are? They are cold-blooded Aliens. They don't care about... They would kill you, but you're too big. You're too big and, and uh, fast. But if you were a bug or something, they would they'd eat you. Those fucking dinosaur things. Get out of here. Trees, meanwhile, trees, what do they do? Just hang out. They have consciousness, too. They do. They're conscious. They just hang out, put some roots down. They take out the CO2, which you think is a pollutant, and they take that in and then they expel oxygen that you enjoy so much. You don't think you enjoy oxygen, but the, you know, you take it away for five seconds. Boy, you really enjoy that oxygen. <laughs> you don't know what you got till it's gone. You get choked out, realize you need oxygen. Ooh, pop, 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 pop. Right? Trees, plants, the greatest but they can't talk they can't talk and make noises or move on purpose most of them so you think they're dumb look at you and your job look at you going into debt uh, to serve some banksters uh, wet dream that you're following chasing huh who's the real dummy you or the plant uh Sorry, sorry that I'm pro-plant, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry all animals rape, murder every day of their lives. That's all they do. Um, okay, man, we get it. We get it you don't own a dog. We get it. Um, you got me there. You got me there. I don't own a dog, but I do own a dog house. How weird is that? No dog, but he's got a dog house. Why? I don't know. Thought it'd be funny. Thought it'd be funny to have a dog house and no dog. It's funny, right? You're laughing. Ha 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 ha. No dog. Ha 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 ha. He's lying. What? <clears throat> what else? What else, guys? Come on, guys. Let's get serious. Um, well, not serious, but eh, 
semi a little bit serious a little, a little serious um shout out to this this hail fellow uh let me get his, his name here he was a he was a u.s airman member of the the air force and he uh I'm I'm talking slowly because I'm typing, I'm typing and I'm stalling. Uh, he was an airman for the the U.S. Air Force and he was a U.S. intelligence analyst. And he's going to jail now because in his work as a drone operator or whatever the word is, he witnessed and and perpetuated uh, the bombing and, and killing of uh, of of civilians including children and this uh, didn't sit well with him and so he leaked this footage um, or, or or the the info of these murders to a journalist and <clears throat> Now he is being prosecuted for doing that. Excuse me. Which kind of shows you just how upside down everything is. Where we're talking about... Uh, let me describe exactly what... What he... What he saw that led him... Or what he did that led him to, to do this. It's pretty fucking harrowing. I uh, said, it is wrong to kill. Uh, it is especially wrong to kill the defenseless. But the, but the prosecutor said, the judge said, you could have resigned from the military. You could have told your commanders you weren't going to do this anymore. You know? It's like, I remember when the jur- when media, the, the press, used to be thought of as what they call the fourth estate. Watchdog. You know, the, the idea that there's three branches of government, the legislative, executive, and judiciary, they all check each other, checks and balances, make sure not one gets out of hand. But the media, journalism, was supposed to be the fourth branch that uh, made public things that these government bodies would rather be kept under wraps. Therefore, the, the citizens in a democracy should be informed to make informed decisions, uh, such as when your government is committing mass murder with your tax dollars. It's probably good to, you might want to know that in a democracy. But apparently that's now criminalized. Uh, he blew the whistle. Uh, <whistles> blow the whistle. And then the uh, people said, uh, that's when you know the, the, the criminals are in charge of the system. When War crimes are not prosecuted or even controversial, but the exposing of the crimes itself becomes the crime. That's a good sign that uh, the uh, uh, the criminals are taking over. Um, so he's looking at probably a few years in prison. I wish I could find what... Okay, here it is. Um... It was a cloudy and windy afternoon, and the man driving the car was a suspected member of a car bomb manufacturing ring. A U.S. Predator drone fired a missile at the speeding car, but it missed by several feet. The car eventually stopped 
The man got out and checked himself, and then a woman emerged. She started to frantically pull something out of the car. But Hale could not see what it was because the drone through which he watched the scene diverted its camera. A couple of days later, Hale's commanding officer told him the woman was the suspect's wife, and in the back of the car were their two daughters, ages five and three. Afghan soldiers had discovered the girls in a nearby dumpster. The five-year-old was dead from shrapnel in her body, and the younger girl was alive but severely dehydrated. So you can imagine, if you... How do you fucking do... What's less surprising to me is that this guy had the balls to blow the whistle to get this out because he was so disgusted. What's more shocking is there's actually guys doing this who aren't morally outraged. They do this every fucking day. How the fuck do you... You know, you wake up in the morning, go to work, alarm goes off. The best part of waking up. Get up, kiss your kids goodbye. Bye, son. Make sure you start good for school. Your wife, you're drinking coffee at the table. Your wife comes to the kitchen. Hey, hey, how's the shop going? Okay, you have a good day at work. Bye-bye, honey, bye. You get in your car, you drive off to NORAD, right? And then you got to watch some drone footage of a family in Yemen or... Or Somalia. It's exactly like you. They're doing the exact same thing. Maybe different skin tone, different language, different religion, whatever. Speaking of different language. The same thing you are. The best part So instead of drinking your Keurig coffee, they're drinking like Turkish coffee, right? And uh, you gotta, then you gotta kill them. You gotta, you gotta. The best part of waking up. Tell what the fuck we're doing. How the hell uh, is this not more controversial? I don't know what it takes for people to protest, but evidently it takes something uh, more than mere child murder. <clears throat> Whatever. Should we get off this subject? I don't know. Probably. But, but before we do, just a shout out to uh, Daniel. Daniel Hale, who was the uh, intelligence analyst who leaked this information. Uh, anyway, it's... It's, uh, whatever, whatever. Let's change the sub speaking of mass murder. Let's, this Delta variant, what a, what a bad, what a, what a jerk this Delta variant is being. Not going away. Uh, I'm asking some people, you know, people with medical backgrounds, because I'm an idiot, you know. I figure I would ask people who studied viruses and know about variants. It's Delta variant, how, you know, how... How is it different structurally than the uh, original virus? Like, is it have a different shaped spike protein? Is it a different size? Is the uh, the virus itself different? What's specifically about it and its behavior or structure is uh, is different? And nobody seems to know. I mean, they know. Somebody has to know, but. But they're not doing a good job of articulating that information down the, the, the pike for, for idiots like me to, to understand, right? Because I know they'll tell, they'll give you, they'll give you stats. They'll say, well, it's 225% more transmissible. And it, it's, it's 10% more likely to be, right? It's like, okay. But how does it do, how did it increase the, did it get slipperier? Did it get more slippery? 
How did it get more transmissible? Did it get smaller? Spike protein? Again, I don't know. I, just tell me. Just let me know. Because I know you're not just making shit up. They're not just going to make new words up every time they want to keep this thing going based on nothing. There's got to be something. I just want to know what that is. Okay? And if you, if you explain it like you explain it to a five-year-old, that would be really helpful to me. Uh, I'm at MP at hey, okay, ha, happy hour. Dot com. Uh, hopefully you have a medical degree, right? I'll take off. No, I won't accept any psychiatrists, pharmacists, uh, personal trainers, nutritionists. I want a fucking virologist, huh? I want one of those motherfuckers to email me or even come on and be like, listen here. Let me break it down for you. Here's how it goes. That's all I ask. Um, but anyway, the uh, the 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 bad news is there's a CDC leaked document. By the way, notice that there's some things that they the powers that be want to be leaked, and there are some things they don't want to be leaked. Like they don't want things to be leaked, such as footage of children being murdered with your tax dollars. They don't want those things leaked. If those things get leaked, they will find a way to put the person who leaked it in a cage. That's how little they want those things leaked. Other things they love to get leaked, like fear, like fear-mongering uh, documents. Like, okay, so what am I talking about? The CDC just leaked, I don't know who leaked it, but an internal CDC document urges new messaging. New messaging? warns Delta infections likely more severe. All right, this is from the Washington Post. Shout out Jeff Bezos and his cock rocket. What are you going to pick? Cock rockets. Uh, it captured, it was obtained by the Washington Post. Isn't that, isn't that great? The paper with a $600 million contract with the CIA is the proud recipient of a random leak from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. It's a slide presentation that uh, was obtained by the Washington Post. It captures the struggle of the nation's top public health agency to persuade the public to embrace vaccination and prevention measures, including you know the rest. Okay. But dig this. It cites a combination of recently obtained, still unpublished data from outbreak investigations and outside studies showing that vaccinated individuals infected with Delta may be able to transmit the virus as easily as those who are unvaccinated. Vaccinated people infected with Delta have measurable viral loads similar to those who are unvaccinated and infected with the variant. That is a long way of saying the vaccine is not effective in preventing the transmission of the Delta variant. That's, that's basically all that's saying. If you're telling me vaccinated and unvaccinated people have the same or similar viral loads once infected... If you're telling me that uh, vaccinated folks can spread it as easily as unvaccinated individuals, that's uh, it's not a very good selling point. <clears throat> but here's the thing. The timing of this leak's a little suspect. 
because I think we can agree by this point, everybody who wants to get vaccinated probably has gotten vaccinated. I don't know if there's anybody like, I want that vaccine. I just don't know where to find it. I think most people who have not gotten vaccinated at this point probably were not going to get it anyway, unless they were maybe forced. Okay. So in other words, just at the point when everybody, they got to that 60% mark. Oh, by the way, folks, uh, the vaccine doesn't really stop the transmission. So, um, we're still going to have to wear masks and do lockdown measures, basically. Sorry. Now, if they would have led with this, if they would have leaked this three months ago, two months ago, even a month ago, it would have probably dissuaded at least a few percentage of people from taking the vaccine. Because a lot of people are going to take the vaccine because they thought they were doing a service to others by, by preventing themselves from maybe asymptomatically spreading it to others. Now the selling point of the vaccine is simply that if you do get it, it's less likely, but if you do get it, it will be less severe. So it's more self-interest, which whatever. Um, (laughs) The timing's kind of... Just when you... Oh my God. Are you guys psyched for the fall lockdown? There are going to be more lockdowns coming. You see that. You see what they're doing, right? They're telegraphing it. They're telegraphing it. You see it coming a mile away. It's a new variant. They'll find a way to scapegoat people who don't get the jab. They'll, it'll go something like, uh, well, we would have gotten rid of the virus, but not enough people got vaccinated. That allowed the virus to mutate, and now nobody's safe, not even vaccinated people. That's what it'll be. And then they'll be like, oh, you should probably get a third shot. Uh, that will really help. It will lower your chances by 500% or some shit. And then it'll be like, oh, we need a new fucking MNRA because it's a new variant. So here, let's try. They're just gonna, it's just going to be fucking shots and lockdowns uh, from here on out. Uh, it appears that way. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how many people have had the fucking thing? How many people have either had the goddamn corona, tested positive at some point, or have gotten the vaccine or both? I feel like everybody at this point has been exposed to it. Why are we still pretending it's the plague? I, you know, people aren't really dying that much from it anymore. I know at the beginning it was scary when we were murdering people with ventilators in New York City, right? And showing the footage of these bodies that were actually from Italy. <laughs> Funny story. Um, but, you know, since then it's, there was a nursing home scare there for a while where nursing homes were becoming uh, sources of dead people. Nursing homes, you know. But it's, Remember at the beginning, you know, it's like 30 million people, between 8 and 30 million Americans. You know. It's, it's, why are we still pretending that this is, uh, I don't know. We're pretending. I think we're pretending. I know a lot of people have had it. My second cousin supposedly died from it, old fella. Uh, a list of comorbidities, uh, I, I would need three hands. Uh, he was on his, God bless him, rest in peace, um, you know he was he was dealing with some health issues, to put it mildly. 
but the cause of death was was COVID. So I was like, that's just my personal thing. I don't know how often this is happening, but it's like that's the one fucking guy that I know that died. I don't know. I thought this narrative would lose legs by now, but what do I know? What do I know? So, what does this mean? If they're saying that vaccinated people should, just to be safe, wear masks, what that seems to imply is that masks are more effective than the vaccine. That seems strange. A fucking surgical mask is more effective than than the vaccine. Because if you have the vaccine, why would you need to get, you get what I'm saying? All right, Matt, we get it. We get it. Hey. Um, but it's hard to find good information on any of this shit because they're censoring doctors and scientists from social media. The inventor of the mRNA technology is banned from, I believe, YouTube, Facebook, or both. The fucking... Um, it's... The, 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 who's invented the, uh, the, the initial test legitimate experts are being by technocrats by guys in silicon valley why are we letting non-doctors and non-scientists censor doctors and scientists because at the beginning wasn't it that the doctors and scientists were the ones that were in charge and they were censoring the idiots that's how we were sold like don't worry the scientists and doctors are the ones in charge of censoring misinformation. And they're going to go after those idiot quacks with no degrees and no nothing. And they're going to keep them in line. That's what we were told. But it's the complete opposite. It's people that don't have any expertise in science are censoring scientists. I don't know what more needs to be turned upside down for us to just throw our hands in the air and go, well, you got us. This is a Truman Show, right? We're the Truman Show, right? Where's the... Um, Oh, but I'm at minute, what, 25 here? I might cut this one short. I got places to be, man. Place to be, things to see. Uh, is there anything else I wanted to just get off my chest here? Um, probably not. Oh, let me th- let's end on a high note. Let's on a food, on a culinary note. Give you a little recommendation for a, a style of pizza, right? Everybody loves the New York style pizza, man, right? That big, floppy, thin crust that you fold. It's so big in the surface area, but it's so thin and floppy. You know, the New York style. You got your Chicago deep dish. It's basically like a casserole. It's basically lasagna, right? The Chicago, it's delicious in its own right. But last night, I walked down the street to a little bar slash pizzeria slash cocktail bar called Low Fidelity. Why don't you go look that up if you're ever in Jersey. Low Fidelity. Nice, unpretentious, uh, uh, but but nice place. Kind of a local vibe, right? And I get my uh, whatever fucking cocktail I ordered that was on the menu, some kind of juicified version of the old-fashioned. Juicified sounds like a weird word, but I mean turned into a juice... Like, I don't know, whatever. But the pizza, I order a fucking Detroit-style pizza. What is Detroit-style pizza, you might ask? First, it's, it's rectangular, okay? And it made in a rectangular pan, kind of deep dish-ish. Deep dish-ish. Uh, but the reason of the rectangular pan is, apparently there was 
uh, an abundance of these kinds of metallic pans in Detroit in the 40s and 50s uh, with the automotive factories and and people are like, hey, we could cook with that. So they made this kind of pizza, not as deep dished as the, as the Chicago. But here's the here's the kicker. Here's the key to the Detroit style. You don't go uh, crust tomato sauce cheese. You go crust dough. I should say dough, cheese, then toppings and sauce. Right. So the focus is more on the the cheese. You know? It's more of a, a heartier. Midwestern, or close to Wisconsin, right? And you got the f- nice, fluffy, heiress, porous crust. So it's not like you're eating a fucking uh, shoe leather, big thing of uh, bread. It's it's nice and fluffy. And the cheese, and then a little bit of tomato sauce, but not so much. The focus more on the toppings and the cheese. And then you have the cheese on the entire surface area of the rectangular pizza right you don't leave that space like most pizzas do that we call the crust all the way to the edge here's what happens when you go all the way to the edge with the cheese the cheese will melt down over and then come into contact with the pan and then get a little charred you know how the cheese is when it gets a little little burnt to it Mm. oh so detroit style pizza has converted me you know if anything I would be, uh, you know, riding, riding for my Detroit, uh, for my New York style pizza, or Chicago as a Midwesterner. But I gotta, I gotta be objective, All right? That's why you guys tune into this podcast. You want objective analysis on foodstuffs, right? And uh, I can't be some, I can't be provincial and just support a pizza that, yeah. So get yourself some Detroit-style pizza in your life, huh? First time I ever had it, and uh, I don't think it will be the last. All right, I think that's where we'll we'll stop here. Um, you guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, until then, take care of yourself. Uh, take care of each other. Bye-bye.